Hey, good morning. Welcome to the program. I'm Emilio Despirito, and I'll be your host for the remainder of the hour. This show all about real estate here in Rhode Island, primarily. You know, we love real estate because it is filled with opportunities, you know, from the novice investor or home buyer all the way up to the, you know, well-seasoned home investor, uh, real estate investor, commercial, residential, whatever it is. So we love the fact that we can connect with you here each and every week locally in Rhode Island and be a resource for you. Uh, and part of that, too, if this is the first time you're tuning on or if you've tuned on regularly, you can reach me anytime with questions, 401-359-2338. I specialize in residential real estate mainly, but I can connect you with somebody or handle certain commercial real estate questions or needs of yours as well. So um, glad to have you here. Happy New Year. It's a fantastic year ahead of us. I'm excited for it because there's so many changes. Whenever there's changes, there's room for opportunity. You know, and it's so funny at the start of the new year, you hear everybody with their speculations. And of course I have my own too, right? The market's gonna go up, the market's gonna crash, the market's gonna do this, the market's gonna do that. You know, no one truly knows what happens. If you look back over time, no one has ever, ever perfectly guessed what's gonna happen. And you just can't time the market perfectly. What we can do is deal with information and in the market that we have today at hand. And this is what we're talking about here on the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. Timely, balanced truths. There's no push for any sort of, uh, you know, anything outside of what's really happening here. And we get it right because each and every day, what am I doing? I'm looking at the MLS, the multi-listing service, which is the most complete data of the housing market here in Rhode Island. And that's giving us all of our information. Mix that with, you know, uh, 12 years of experience doing this. And uh, you're going to go ahead and you're going to get the information you need, right? So this past weekend, right, I was uh, so the, over the week and into this weekend, I was thinking about the phenomenon that's happening out there, right? And I got to tell you, I, I didn't. It took me a while to think about how to word this um, and label this, and because I haven't heard anybody say this before, but let me take you back for a second. Let me take you to 2020 into all the way into 2022. And you remember the housing buyers, they were going out there in full force because the mortgage rates were so low, it made things affordable, right? They were in the mid twos at one point, actually, I've seen this one veteran get a mortgage rate, 30 year fixed veterans VA loan for 2.25. Like that's unheard of. That's like free money, right? So the interest rates from 2020 to 2022 were the mid twos, mainly all the way up to the fours, maybe mid fours. And then all of a sudden last year, in 2023, they jumped up. You know, they went five to six to seven to eight. I mean, and the market was just slowing down, right? It was still okay, still a sales market, but slowing down immensely from the years before. I mean, we had buyers coming in saying, look, you know, 
we're just discouraged. We can't deal with these rates. We had sellers saying, hey, look, you know, there's no way we're able to move on up or, or even downsize and afford what we've got now at these low rates with our current homes. So we're going to hang tight and sell. So what had happened was we were gridlocked. The inventory remained low. The mortgage rates were super high. And people were just kind of stuck. It was just at this impasse, I guess, if, if you could use that. It was just like nothing was happening, right? It's just gridlock. I mean, across Rhode Island, the amount of transactions dropped immensely. I mean, the market dropped over 23%. We've seen some powerhouse brokerages and teams lose about 50% of the numbers of what they had the year before here in Rhode Island, right? There was very few brokerages, very few companies that were up year over year, okay? But anyways, with that said, okay, so that, that's, that's the story. That's the problem. And now what's happening is mortgage rates are dropping. Okay. We're seeing mortgage rates. One of our clients got locked in at 5.99. Now think about that. Think about that mindset. Right. And I'm talking about this right now. The mindset in the phenomenon. I'm labeling this thing. I'm labeling it and I'll, I'll call it a second. But the phenomenon that happens when the rates are low. Then they jump up extremely high peak, and then they drop a few percent. Consumers are no longer thinking about the twos, threes, fours, and fives, because that's pretty much like out of reach. They're thinking about the eight and a halfs, the seven and a halfs, and now they're seeing 5.99. And what happens is they're bum rushing the market. They're rushing the market. Sellers are calling me. It's already started happening. They're calling me and say, hey, we want to list the house ASAP. We want to get going. We want to take advantage of these rates. And they're jumping into the market. This is called asymmetric price elasticity. Let me say that again. It's, it's a mouthful. Asymmetric price elasticity. Elasticity <laughs> of demand. I'm going to say that one more time. Asymmetric price elasticity of demand. And basically all it is, is it just means that the consumers are more responsive to uh, the decreases of rates versus increases, no matter how big or small, right? It's just, they're, they're just jumping in the market and, and it's happening and we're seeing it. So, you know, if you're just tuning in, I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. You know, we're here with you each and every week uh, for almost almost a decade now, which is wild, just wild. Um, time flies. But, you know, we're talking about the timely balanced truths of the Rhode Island real estate market. And, you know, what we're seeing happening right now in the market is inventory is increasing. Okay, inventory is increasing, so there's more homes, more single-family homes, more multifamily homes, more condominiums, more land that's hitting the market, okay? And with that, there's more buyers as well. We're going to see a very fruitful market, a very good market in 2024 with price appreciation, lower interest rates, and more demand for the time being. For the time being, right now in January, I think through February, maybe, we're seeing buyers uh, still having the ability 
to go in and purchase a home currently with these lower mortgage rates and with fewer competition because of the time of year, okay, and uh, still potentially doing inspections, not having to waive them, and doing the uh, not having to do appraisal gaps, and maybe going up against one or two or three buyers versus what I think you're going to see in mid-February on, and that's multiple, multiple, multiple bids. It could be six, it could be ten. Um, you know, and, and by the way, that's never a one size fits all here. Okay, it never is. Um, what do I mean by that? Um, basically, let me put it this way, right? Like I went to an open house uh, on January 1. Okay, January 1. Um, and another one on December 31st. Both of them were packed to the brim, right? They were both packed to the brim in both homes needed a lot of work, okay? Because you got investors, you got people that are savvy that know what's gonna happen. The market's gonna, it's gonna skyrocket. It's gonna pick right back up, okay? And it's probably gonna appreciate. So all these folks are going and bidding on this stuff and telling you, if you got a house that needs a lot of work, right? Right now is that time to list that house. That, that's the play right now. You got a home that needs a lot of work, needs a lot of love, you know, maybe it needs a new roof. Maybe it needs a septic system. It's not cesspool. Maybe it has an underground oil tank. Maybe, you know, the deck is falling apart. The kitchen is completely dated, shag part, whatever it is. Okay. Maybe you're, you're having a hard time financially, whatever it is. Give up, give me a call, right? We can look at it. We can assess it. We can talk about your equity position. We can go ahead and show you what you can get for it. Or maybe your home is turnkey and you want to upsize or downsize. Your situation is going to be unique to you. And not everybody needs to play the market the same exact way. And that's what we're here for. We're going to advise you and talk about your exact move here in Rhode Island. Or if you need anything advice outside of Rhode Island, we've got 1,100 locations around the globe. We can point you in the right direction. Uh, my cell phone, I want you to jot this down in 2024, right? Use me as a resource. 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. Save it as Emilio, the realtor, whatever you want, right? Yeah, Emilio, real estate guy, whatever it is, right? And text or call me, and I'm here to help you out. This is great. I'm excited for this show. We've got some great guests today. And uh, I want you to stay tuned. We'll be right back here in a couple of minutes with more on the Rhode Island real estate market. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, News Radio 921 FM, powered by Engel and Balkers. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, where we're talking about timely, balanced truths of the Rhode Island real estate market. So each and every week, we have special guests and contributors on the show that are talking about the ins and outs, the intricacies, things you need to know as a buyer, seller, or investor. We've got a couple special guests with us here today. We have number one, our seasoned pro, and uh, I think the best real estate attorney in Rhode Island, Melissa Delena of Delena Law. Welcome, Melissa. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Melissa. It's always good to have you on. Thanks for 
being a regular contributor here. And we have a new face and a new voice on the radio, and that is uh, Kim O'Brien. And Kim O'Brien is a global advisor here at Engel & Volkers. Welcome to the program, Kim. Good morning, Emilio. Good morning. Good to be here. Always good to have you. And Melissa, um, we invited you on today because there's certain laws that have changed and things that are happening here in Rhode Island, which we'll cover over the coming weeks and months. But one of them, I think most importantly, is the new lead law change here in Rhode Island. And that's going to have specifically an impact on multifamily home sellers, right? So 2024 is going to be a year of a lot of new legislative changes that are impacting real estate and specifically landlord tenants and multifamily properties. So the first one that I think is the one that I wanted to highlight is the multifamily requiring a lead certificate. So pre-2024, so last week, yeah. uh, if you were the owner of a multifamily, two or three units, and you also lived there, you were eligible for a primary exemption. So you did not need to get a lead certificate because you were one of the occupants. That mm -hmm. exemption is terminating as of January 1st, 2024. So all properties will be required to be lead compliant in 2024, despite the fact that the owner may in fact still live there. Wow. So what if they've previously been lead compliant, they had a certificate, can they use the past certificate or do they have to pay the state for another one? they already have a lead certificate in place, but of course the lead certificates have to be updated and you have to have those registered. So starting in September, the properties are going to have to be registered with the lead certifications on a state level. And there will of course be penalties and violations assessed if they are not compliant with that. That doesn't take effect until September. So the state is giving everybody a little bit of time to get used to the idea, not to mention, you know, lead inspectors may be a little bit busier as a result of this new implication. And frankly, there's a lot of things we don't even understand yet. Rhode Island Association of Realtors, who structures and governs all of the legal agreements are in the process of updating the purchase and sales agreements and the lead disclosures, because really they're looking at when the lead became safe and it's now being recognized. I know we've always talked about 1978, but they're really looking more 2011. 2011 is when lead was pretty much eliminated from paint altogether. So now the new requirement is going to be if the property was built before 2011, then it's recommended that there be um, lead certification and you know lead inspections. So this is going to be a totally new evolution of what we're seeing on a state level. Wow. So the lead inspectors were already, you know, there's not enough of them. They're already slammed. Um, wow. I, I hope that uh, the state hires, I, I hope more lead inspectors come to the market because I can see this definitely extending closings. I can see it being uh, an issue, you know, so. Interesting point, because as a real estate conveyancing attorney, we don't usually require um, a lead certificate as part of the closing. Because this is brand new, it's only been a matter of a few days. So I have multifamily transactions that have flowed over from last year. And I started the dialogues with the seller's council at that time back in December to say, are you going to have the lead certification in place? 
And mm. either they did or they didn't. And then how is that going to impact the closing? I think that's going to be up to the individual conveyancers because yeah. it's certainly not something that I'm seeing that the lenders are requiring yet, like a smoke certification, right? A smoke well, certification will delay or preclude a closing from taking place. And in some instances, you can close with an escrow, but you have to make sure that you have enough money earmarked. I think that could happen at least in the early months of 2024 with respect to properties that are multifamily that are closing without lead certificates. There may need to be an escrow held, but how mm. much? Wow. So now, Melissa, does this is this now required for commercial type of uh, multis as well? law isn't changing with respect to anything with the exception of the exemption that we had. So the lead law that was in place before is still the same lead law. What they took away was the exemption for two to three family units that were owner occupied is my understanding of the law. Okay. Understood. Now you, you talked about how, um, uh, you know, owners, homeowners of those properties have to be in compliance. Um, that only comes up when they're selling, correct? Standing is as a registration requirement starting in September of 2024 is that there could and will be penalties and violations assessed against the unit owners if they're not compliant. And there may also be, you know, something that we see happen as a result of tenants that are unhappy with their landlords, where, you know, if they're contacting or not getting verification that the properties are lead compliant. So there are going to be repercussions predominantly, I think, of a financial um, punitive nature if people are not compliant. But again, we've got some on-ramping time. That's not necessary to register until September 1. Yeah. Wow. And if, hey, if you're just joining us, this is the Disparito Team Real Estate Show. We've got Melissa Delena of Delena Law on with us today. We're talking about some legislation changes in Rhode Island specifically. And today we're talking about the lead law, the new lead law, where anything from a one to a three fam, uh, three unit type of family has to be um, proven lead safe. You have to have that certificate before you convey the property. This started as of January 1 of 2024, um, and they're really going to be pushing for compliance for all multifamily homeowners uh, in September, according to what Melissa is telling us uh, right now. Melissa, you know, that that's interesting, and I, I think you know, I, I think it's one of those things, right? And I'm going to tell our listeners this, and the state of Rhode Island is going to hate me for this. I don't care. Um, look, all number one, you want to make sure you have safe properties, of course, right? Number two, the state of Rhode Island, I don't know how they're going to send, were they going to hire a new, like, like force to go out and, 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 and like search people's properties and dust for lead? It's not going to happen. It's just like the cesspool fees out type of thing. You know, you have to buy a property. You can't have, after a year, you know, you, you have to have a septic installed within a year. They're not policing this stuff. And I'm not by any means condoning anybody in breaking the law. That's not the goal here. But what I'm saying is that landlords now more than ever are dealing with tenants that are short on rent, not paying on time. They have astronomical bills, crazy taxes, insurance is through the roof. So I feel for our landlords that are now dealing with not fantastic tenants, but the tenants who bend and break the law and and really, uh, you know, don't pay rent and screw landlords. And now it just gives them another excuse to say, oh, it's not lead compliant. Let me alert the authorities. Let me get some free rent. 
I think ultimately, I think, you know, ultimately that could backfire and hurt more than it helps. But what do I know? Just my That's not right, Emilio. There's there's no administrative backbone that I think gives the cities um, the ability and the state to go about enforcing this. So I think what's going to happen is it's going to be something that presents itself at the time of closings and yeah. at the time that tenants are calling to you know, voice a concern or a complaint. So I do think that those are concerns or issues that we're going to start seeing. I mean, who knows, maybe they are planning to unroll something bigger um, you know, a lot of the other law changes that are have come down in 2024 are also tenant based protections. So it's really kind of interesting just from a uh, top down view of what the state is saying relative to trying to protect these tenants who are in these multifamily properties. It does feel very much more tenant prone. And Rhode Island has always been pro tenant. Massachusetts is even more pro tenant. Um, in our neighboring states. So I do think that the collective changes that we're seeing in the laws for 2024 are all about protecting the tenants. Oh, yeah. And look, I mean, I, I grew up as a tenant. You know what I mean? I grew up renting. like, And I know that there's, there's a lot of hardworking, wonderful people that rent, right? But then there's a lot of people that are not. And and I just see this being abused, and I see all the hardworking landlords that no one here in Rhode Island's fighting for just continue to get punched and kicked. And when you start destroying the benefits of owning and investing in properties, now you start destroying the economy. So it, it sounds like maybe Amelia we've blown this out of proportion. I'm telling you, I'm not, because it's all these little things that they do and change. And and this unfortunately a lot of times comes from people in office that have no idea about business or about real estate, they should do a better job in consulting with realtors like myself, brokers and attorneys and people with boots on the ground in the field. So often the political landscape changes without um, really appreciating all of the consequences. So I, I do agree with you. It's going to have some far reaching effects, may or may not be something that we see impacting us as an industry. Uh, I, I certainly think that we will. It's just a matter of how much it impacts us at this point. Absolutely. But, you know, either, either way, listen, it's always good to, to make sure that your buildings are healthy and safe. We, you know, lead poisoning is a serious issue and I don't want to I don't want to say it's not. OK, um, so make sure, you know, to make sure your, your property is in compliance anyways. I just don't like the bureaucracy, okay? I don't like overreaching of the government, I think, you know, whatever. It's a whole different topic. But Melissa, thank you so much for being here and being such a great guest. And if anybody, whether you're a realtor or a homeowner or somebody that's aspiring to buy or sell real estate in Rhode Island, Mass, or Connecticut, Melissa can help you out. She can be reached at 401-885-3800. Again, that's 401 885 Melissa Delina, Delina Law. Melissa, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate you too. Awesome. Great stuff. This is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. And this segment was powered by Delina Law. We'll be right back in a couple of moments. All right. Welcome back to the program. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show about the Rhode Island real estate market. It's hyper-local, hyper-focused, and we're talking about the balanced, timely truths of this real estate market. So today we've got a very special guest with us for first time ever being on air with us. 
and we're excited to have her, none other than Kim O'Brien, Global Real Estate Advisor. How are you, Kim? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Emilio? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Very, very good. Thank you. Um, so, Kim, I'm glad to have you on here. I invited you uh, on the program today so that our guests, uh, our, our listeners, can learn more about you. And then I want to talk about you know, kind of your feelings on the Rhode Island market. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So, well, first off, uh, so Kim's been doing, Kim, you've been doing this for how long now? About eight, nine, ten years? Ten years. Ten, ten years. Ten years. Um, this December was ten years, yeah. Ten years. Wow. All right. Awesome. So, a decade of time. They normally say it takes about five years to become an expert in anything. And with ten years, I mean, you've seen the down market of you know 2012 or so, 2009, which led into 2012, which was the bottom of the market mm -hmm. here in Rhode Island. And um, you've seen that all the way up through, you know, the 2014 was a little slow, 2018 a little slow, 2023 was a little slow, while the 2020, 20 through 2022 was crazy. And uh, it's just nuts. So, yeah. Right. If there's one thing about real estate, it is just constantly, constantly changing. Yeah. Constantly changing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I'm curious, you know, your take. You've been doing this for over a decade and you specialize in Rhode Island. I believe you're licensed in Mass too. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And what what is your take? Okay, with the the 2024 real estate market. Where do you think things are going? How do you think things are going to pan out? Who's the winners? Who's the losers? Honestly, I'm so excited for 2024 since finally I see a light at the end of the tunnel. As a matter of fact, I had um, three buyers reach out to me just this weekend um, asking to schedule showings. Like these are buyers that put their search on hold about a year ago because they, you know, not, not even six months ago when rates started to tick up, um, but they heard and have been listening and to me, I've been reaching out to let them know that now is definitely a good time to get out there, start looking at properties because um, rates are coming down, um, which is very exciting for buyers. That's awesome. Good stuff. So, Kim, you've been doing this for you know over a decade. You've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, the good markets, the bad markets, the slow markets, the quick markets, sellers markets, buyers markets, balanced markets. Right. 2023 was a challenge for most. Absolutely. Where do you see 2024? Who's the winners? Who's the losers? Where is it at? Honestly, I think it's going to be winners on both ends, to be mm -hmm. honest, um, because rates are coming down. Mm -hmm. So buyers are going to be able to be able, it'll be more affordable for buyers to get out there and buy. Agreed, yeah. However, we still have historically low inventory. So that's going to cause the price prices to remain high. Mm -hmm. So that it's still good for sellers. Mm -hmm. um, it's I, I do see the market for sellers um, increasing. I think that we're going to see a little bit of a tick up in home values, mm -hmm. which will be good for sellers. Um, I'm hoping that most sellers that have those low interest rates mm -hmm. will be more incentivized to sell because moving from a 3% interest rate mortgage that they have now to a seven was pretty scary. But now if they can get in, you know, the fives or the sixes, I think they'll be more 
apt to put their houses on the market, which will create more inventory and hopefully by the end of the year we'll have more of a balanced market. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well don't have uh, a crystal ball, but yeah, no one does. But you know what? But but having the experience and seeing similar markets and and um I, I think I agree with you and all of that, right? I think that we're gonna see kind of like the 2021 market how prices shot up. Mm -hmm. through the roof and people may say like there's no way prices are going higher but you exactly. you gotta look at it and you gotta say look every time interest rate falls one percent five million new buyers enter the market it's right. because the affordability factor just increases and when you have more buyers coming in and, and, and the payment is saying you know five hundred dollars less per month on a one or two percent dip in rates well that allows them to buy bigger home uh maybe a, a newer home maybe a, a a better neighborhood okay better market and and that literally is only going to help appreciate the pricing right, right. yeah and i like what you said too about those sellers who are on the fence mm -hmm. um I, they're i don't think they're any longer comparing to the rates that they have now mm -hmm. and they're not comparing to the threes and the fours they're comparing to the eight and a half percent that they saw the seven and a half percent that they saw and now they're looking at one of your, your buyers just locked in at 5.99 they're now hearing about their friends and their family locking in at that rate and i think that uh, to agree with you that those sellers are going to be putting their homes on the market, increasing the inventory, and I think we're going to have much more for buyers to choose from in 2024. Absolutely, I yeah. agree. Yeah, so that's good. So, uh, I mean, do you think that, so with prices going up, inventory remaining still under where it should be, and more buyers coming in, mm -hmm. it kind of sounds like maybe the sellers are going to be winning, though? Sellers are definitely, sellers are going to be winning, yeah. like, throughout the year. Because, like you said, inventory is going to hopefully, I'm sorry, rates are going to come down, which is yeah. going to create more demand. Yeah. And which we're going to have more bidding wars and we're going to have prices increasing. Mm. So sellers are absolutely, without a doubt, going to be the winners this year. Yeah. Um, but I do think that buyers are going to be in a better position this year as, as opposed to last year. Mm. Let, let's talk about... Um... Let's 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 fast forward a little bit. It's January right now, 2024. Mm -hmm. Let's fast forward and let's talk about the up and coming spring market. Now, mm -hmm. traditionally, when it's spring, what happens? Everyone lists their property because it's the time of year. You know, the flowers are blooming. Their houses look, you know, their best in you know that time of year. Mm -hmm. So, in New England, we have um, a seasonal market, mm -hmm. which you know a lot of other parts of the country don't. So in the winter, we kind of tend to bundle up and but and stay home and not, but once the spring comes, everybody's out and, you know, going to open houses. And so a lot of people tend to list in mm -hmm. April, May, um, March, April. You know, it seems, it seems to be a pretty warm winter so far. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I know my phone has been ringing off the hook with buyers. Yeah. I've got people that are selling, listing their homes now, people that are jumping in to buy. What advice could you give buyers who are kind of hitting the market a little bit earlier than the intense spring rush? Absolutely. Don't wait. Do it. Call me or Emilio mm -hmm. now because there's less competition right now. Mm -hmm. So if there's, and especially we just had the holidays. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of houses that were listed in December 
which is fine, which is great, but they've been sitting a little bit because people were more focused on the holidays, right. um, family. Um, now, so you, you have a little bit more, um, a more of a chance to negotiate that price down the longer the house has been on the market. So I'm showing um, buyers um, a house tomorrow. It's been on the market about like 18 days, which in this market is a long time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hopefully if there's no other offers on the table, I could get them, you know, I can negotiate that price down just a little bit, mm -hmm. make them feel like they've won a little yeah. bit, even though the prices are still pretty high. So solid point, but so uh, outside of prices, okay, what are some of the other terms that buyers are able to negotiate now and they will likely forego when the spring season hits? Inspections. Inspections is a big one. Right? That, yeah, absolutely. And if I, depending on the client and the house, I, I never recommend waiving an inspection. However, if this house, you know, I walk through, I tell them to bring an expert with them um, that knows houses. Mm -hmm. um, you can waive your inspection, or you can do inspection for informational purposes only. Sure. Um, buy a home warranty. If you if you yeah, do exactly. wait that inspection, um, it's going to definitely put you at the top of the pile as far yeah. as offers if there are multiples. Um, however, it's it's just going to depend on the client. Like I said, if it's a first time home buyer, it's a little risky. Yeah. Um, but somebody that's been in doing this a long time, if it's you know a newer home, you kind of you know waiving an inspection is going to help you get that offer accepted. Yeah. Then I would. Um, I'd be behind that. So, so they're going to have a better time, easier time getting inspections accepted and done, repair credits or repairs accepted and done. Mm -hmm. uh, they may not have to do an appraisal gap where that's saying, hey, if, if we're bidding over what the home is worth, we're willing to pay X amount over the appraised value of the exactly. home. They won't have to be dealing with that as much. And you know what the other thing too is, is I'm talking, we're talking with the, the people out there who have to sell and buy uh, incongruence, right? right? So same time, right? They're selling and buying at the same time. Those folks right now have a better chance of getting their offer accepted without their home currently being impending because they're going up against fewer buyers. They are like in the spring, they're going to be going up against people that are renting and buying their first home. Right. No contingencies. Right. Or they're going to be going up against people who have their home on the market impending. Right? right. So if you are somebody who has to sell and buy at the same time right now, and I just had this conversation with a couple of my clients, they have mm -hmm. a lovely home in Coventry mm -hmm. and you know, they're, they were waiting to list before they found something. But even now we kept getting kind of beat out. The sellers had a few concerns. And now what we're doing, we're putting full faith, full trust in our ability here at England Brokers right. to get their home listed, to put stipulations in their agreement for their buyer that says subject to seller finding suitable housing, which now allows our clients, the sellers, to find a home, buy a, go pending in a home and buy a home. And I think that those types of clientele right now is that time for them to go ahead and clean up. Without a doubt. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Good stuff. What else, Kim? What what other? I mean, what are your thoughts about um, real estate in general? Are you having fun with it? Is it a blast? I was out yesterday on New Year's Day. Um, I worked all day because I love it, obviously. And 
it's just exciting. Like I'm, I'm finally feeling that excitement again. Not that I wasn't last year, but it was, a, it was challenging. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, people, it was, everyone was so afraid of um, the real estate market. It was all doom and gloom. And now I kind of mm-hmm. see like more of, like I said earlier, a light at the end of the tunnel. Like yeah. we're getting, you know, lower rates. Um, and we're also, the prices are still staying high. I, you know, I definitely think it's going to be an exciting year for both, both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Totally good stuff. So if you have any questions at all for Kim, uh, O'Brien, she's a global advisor here at the Bankers You can reach out to her. Kim, can you throw your phone number on the air? For sure. Investors? It's 401-919-3419. Call me anytime. Text. She said it one more time, just in case folks are breaking out oh, their shit. Sure, sure. 401-919-3419. Awesome. And Kim has the ability as well uh, here at Angle Volkers to connect you with advisors in virtually anywhere around the globe. 33 countries, over 1,100 locations, 17,000 advisors. I mean, you know, anywhere in the United States or the Americas. So wherever you're looking to move or buy or sell, if it's not here in Rhode Island, you can reach out to us and we can connect you with a top-notch real estate advisor in that marketplace. Great stuff, Kim. Thanks for being here with us. You got it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Awesome. Nice job. Thank you so much. All right, great. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got Rhode Island Bloggers' top five events happening here. You're going to want to hear this. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming everywhere on WHJJ. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Anglin Bloggers. On the line with us, we're lucky enough to have Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com. Jen's here with us each and every week since the conception of this show, talking about the top five events here in Rhode Island. Jen, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. New year, new events. Yeah. So so if you like wings and beer, hopefully um, that's not against anyone's New Year's resolution, but shame on Winter Wings 2024 will take place on January 13th, which is a Saturday. Um, it starts at 10 p.m. It's a celebration of wings and beers. Um, there'll be a dozen wing vendors, and there I checked out the vendors, so there's a bunch of good ones there. Um, and your ticket of $25 gets you wings from the vendor of your choice um, and your first pint. Wing styles are up to the chefs. The only requirement is to prepare their best bone-in wings. Um, it's also the first week of NFL playoffs, so if you're uh, football fan that will be going on too and if you're still hungry the restaurants will be happy to sell you more and tickets mm-hmm. are on sale that so definitely worth checking out awesome friday january 12th uh, the courthouse center for the arts presents pat benatar tribute best shot uh, this dynamic live tribute band pays tribute to one of the most influential influential female rock vocalists of all time um, the band recreates a classic Pat Benatar concert featuring their lead vocalist, Melissa Lotardo. Um, enjoy the classic looks and sounds of the 80s, and tickets for that are also on sale now. Love it. Looking to head to East Greenwich. Um, I have some weekly recurring events in here, too, because I know January, it's like after the new year, um, but before, you know, it's just like kind of this in-between time. So there's some things that happen weekly so, to keep you uh, going. Mm-hmm. Um Friday night flights at Lion Cider um, start are 12 to 9 p.m. You can enjoy $8 flights every Friday 
Um, it'll go on through playoff season. Um, you can enjoy any four samples of their revolving 18 beers on tap. And Lion's Cider Brewing is located at 1399 South County Trail in East Greenwich. Um, Super Sport Sundays at the Providence G-Pub is your place for the NFL playoffs. Um, you can bring your whole crew and enjoy $12 Coors Light Pitcher Specials, uh, Shanky's Whip Specials, um, and you can also feast on their extensive gastro pub menu, wear your favorite team's apparel and on Sunday and get some free swag. Um, and last but not least, if you're looking to break up the work week, um, check out Winging It Wednesdays at Lost Valley Pizza and Brewery at 50 Sims Ave in Providence. Um, it's half off wings all day. I think it, believe it starts at noon. So you can enjoy local beer um, and their wing flavors such as Caribbean, dry rub, buffalo, barbecue, and much more. Fantastic. And you can check it all out at riblogger.com. Don't forget to add your events for free. And you can also ask about enhanced business listings. Go ahead and contact riblogger.com right through that website and reach thousands and thousands of people here in Rhode Island and entering into Rhode Island for a myriad of reasons, whether it's travel, visiting family, whatever. I mean, reach your target audience there. Jen, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great week and Happy New Year. My pleasure. You too. Thank you. Happy New Year. Great. What a fun show today. I'd like to thank Ethan, our producer, Bill, our station manager, Kim O'Brien of Engel and Volkers for jumping on today, talking about the market. Uh, Melissa Delena of Delena Law, as well as Jennifer Jaber of riblogger.com. And you, our listeners, for being here with us. We appreciate you. We love you. God bless you. Enjoy your week and have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next week. We'll hear from you next week right here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show, News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming everywhere on iHeartRadio, WHJJ.